I'm Delina. I'm Diane. And I am Gabby. And this is One Podcast Fits All. A show about three amigas who refuse to fit in. Opening up about our struggles with a comedic twist. This podcast is for informational and or entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. A quick warning. This episode contains discussions of mental health, eating disorders, and life struggles in general that could be triggering for some. Listener discretion is advised. Very excited. We're going to kind of continue the conversation. Um, well, you know, we don't want to pigeonhole the weight conversation, but, <laughs> but there's so much to talk about. And I feel like, you know, we only kind of touch the surface and it's not like we're always going to talk about weight, but I think it's a, it, it's a I big mean, part it, of our it, life. It's one of our, it's one of our struggles for sure. It's not something that I would say defines us as women, comedians, et cetera, but it's definitely one of our biggest struggles Yep, and something that the three of us can commiserate with. Right. And um, we're going to talk about kind of extremes. What extremes people go to lose weight? What extremes we've gone to lose weight? I've done some silly, silly shit. I'm sure you all have done some fucking Extreme silly shit too. Extreme weight loss. <laughs> Extreme weight loss. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Get, don't eat any carbs. No carbs. No I- fun. No sugar. <laughs> yeah, which sounds terrible. Yeah. I mean, uh, unfortunately... Sometimes it feels like the only way it'll work is by going to these extremes because I feel like when I've tried to be more subtle in my nutrition and by subtle, I mean like, you know, the typical normal balanced like diet, it goes so slow. Right. So because but we've been conditioned to want results right away. That's supposed to be slow. Right. That's the correct way. The correct way is to lose it slowly and, and to change your lifestyle. So intellectually, yep. I know this, but emotionally, I can't handle it. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's, but there's, yeah, it, it, there's so much to it, though. Because, yeah, it should be something that goes slow. But, you know, we, everything is instant. Everything for us is instant nowadays. I mean, imagine. I, I Listen, I have no patience to begin with. So seriously, sitting around and waiting for... You know, the yeah. pounds to just right. melt and off. And that's the thing. Every day is a struggle, too, to kind of keep it that program, whatever program you're like yeah. trying to keep. It really with. is. To me, I feel like I, there, there's when I do an extreme diet, it gets me in a trance almost. Yeah, because you're enchanted by your weight loss. Right. And then it becomes like a, a, a um, like a high that you're trying to chase of like, OK, how long can I last without having carbs? How long can I keep this up? And it makes you feel like you're cracking the code or like that. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, for example, like I, I think many of us in this table have had multiple attempts to lose weight. Yes. Um, Right now, I'm actually, well, not that I'm so much trying to lose weight. Um, I had at the beginning of the pandemic, I started to have some really weird symptoms. And apparently without disclosing too much about my health. Some hormones were out of balance and I needed to change the way I was eating and I needed to incorporate exercise. And just by doing that, I i mean, it took me a year, but I've lost 30 pounds. I'm still wow. fat, guys. Don't worry. I'm still fat, everybody. <laughs> everybody, I am still fat. Lame Bryant. I still go there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but 30 pounds is a lot. Like 30 yeah. pounds is an accomplishment. It is. It's like, but it's funny. I'm like. 
I lost 30 pounds. I'm still fat. <laughs> but you know what? Like, well, I, you lost the first 30 pounds. How yeah, about but, but my thing, though, I'm, I'm fine. Here's the thing. Like, at this point, that health issue has cleared up. Um, I just have to keep So would you it. say that as a result of the change in your diet, that issue cleared up? Right. Because we, of that? Yeah, my and adding movement. Okay, I'm going to be super... Okay, I'm just going to say what it, I was diagnosed as pre-diabetic. Um, I'm just I think a lot it. of people our age right now. It's listen, Especially even in this when country. you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, and 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 sugar is a major problem. And mm. I, my kids have too much sugar right now too. But yeah, it it really is an issue. Yeah. So when I started getting like weird symptoms, I've noticed that I had like a lot more belly fat. I was craving sugar all the time. I was constantly hungry. By the way, I do have you know I do have ADHD, so I take certain medication. For that as well, that's supposed to suppress your hunger. But even in in spite of that, I was still hungry all the time. And I'm like, okay, something's not right. And then I was getting like weird patches on my skin. So I finally got my blood, you know, I went to the doctor, got my blood work back. And like, oh, you're, you're, I I was like right at the beginning of pre-diabetic. Because they diagnose pre-diabetic based on your A1C levels, Mm -hmm. um, which is basically like like an average of like your sugar in the last three months. So I was right at the right at the beginning phase or the you know the beginning range excuse me of being pre-diabetic mm-hmm. so i called the nutritionist who specializes in diabetes um training people with diabetes um went to a you know primary doctor was getting test you know getting blood work done every so every couple months and you know for a while i've been in remission like mind you i probably only had pre-diabetes for a couple months because i was like okay my whole fa- you know my grandmother's diabetic was diabetic, excuse me, my dad is diabetic. So it runs in my family. So yeah. I wanted to make sure I didn't, you know, get full blown diabetes too. That's good. And it's really important to keep track of your 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 levels of, of all that kind of stuff. Blo- like doing blood work on a regular basis. Yeah. Really nice that like when you when you're fat and you go to the doctor, it's a pain in the ass because, because a lot of times they want to just make everything about your, your weight. weight. And right. it's just so That's a whole thing. Well, yeah. Let me tell you, when I was pregnant, uh, the doctor's office that I would go to, the thinnest, most beautiful Russian ladies went to the doc because the other doctor that was at that practice was Russian. So I would go in there and every time we would start, they weigh you every time you come in. So they'd weigh me and, you know, I automatically would go, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably, you know, uh, I'm probably too fat or, you know, I would always start going in on my weight. And the doctor and her nurse would be like, girl, you're healthy. There's nothing wrong. Like, don't worry about it. You're fine. And they actually, that your to- doctor said that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Because I actually was first, like, you know, someone brought up the fact that I was pre-diabetic. I went to see the gyno. She was looking at, okay, she's looking at my vag. <laughs> well, she's like, uh, usually that's what a gyno Right. Do. Well, no. And then, you know, she was like, she looked at my belly. She's like, wow, you have a lot of belly fat. Um... Do you eat a lot of carbs? Do you, you know, she was like asking me all these, all these questions. She's like, oh, you need to cut off the carbs. I'm like, without, mind you, all, she saw my vagina one time. Oh my God. One time. But she was like, oh, I can tell that your A1C is shit. And, you know, like, you yeah, know what I'm no, like, I, right. But here's the so, thing. My A1C was like barely, Diane, barely pre-diabetic. Before, before you went on this health tip of doing things the right way, what extreme diets have you done in the past? I'll be honest with you. The most, I think. Eating, I've, you know, I haven't been super extreme. I've done, like, Weight Watchers. 
Um, which at, at most I would, rem- but what I remember as a kid is that my grandmother used to like put laxatives in like a juice and she would give it to me. Oh my God. That, yeah. That's I, straight up child abuse. Yeah. That's that, crazy. That was, they oh, would that put laxatives. Yeah. I mean, you know, like that slimming tea yes. or whatever. Um, that was something I did. I don't think I've gone to too many extremes. I think I've done extreme workouts like CrossFit and, you know, oh, all these things. Yeah, CrossFit, I feel like is such a fucking... Well, you so got stupid. injured doing CrossFit. In fact, that's how I got my back injury. My but first back I feel injury. like CrossFit is just one big giant injury. Like, I don't I don't think CrossFit well, is... Well, it's not an, for beginners. It's for people that are already athletic and they want to go to the next level of athleticism. But I'm sorry. All the half the people I see doing CrossFit are not fucking there yet. I'm sorry. Right, because the people have to sell it because they have to pay for the overhead right, of running right, the business. Right, yeah. But legit, like you can't, I could, I'm not at a level to do any CrossFit. But I even will thinking, get hurt. I mean, but even right now, thinking about going into a CrossFit gym is so like. To me, that's an extreme. What for is example. that called? It's so, uh, but like, for what example, is the word that I'm looking for? Intimidating. Yeah. It's so intimidating. I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd feel so bad just being there. Hello, this is Autumn Falls with WFYTC. We interrupt this podcast to bring you the latest coverage and actual fake news. Thanksgiving is around the corner and every year more awareness is created as to the true meaning of this American holiday. Despite the fact we know now Thanksgiving is one of the worst things that has happened to the First Nation people since, well, Thanksgiving, some people hold on to nostalgia. Here to give us her take on why she is so excited for Thanksgiving this year, please welcome Tanya P. Turkey. Gobble, gobble, Autumn. Thanks for having me on the show. I cannot wait for Thanksgiving. Wait a second. Are you an actual turkey? In the flesh and feathers. And you're excited for Thanksgiving? Oh, I cannot wait. Tanya, do you know what happens on Thanksgiving? Why, yes! I've heard so many wonderful things, even though I've never been. Oh, I don't know why, but I've always loved the idea of Thanksgiving and family getting together to eat and have pie. Oh, really? I guess you have never been invited over to Thanksgiving dinner before, have you? Nope. But sometimes I like to close my eyes and imagine what it'll be like when I finally do get invited for Thanksgiving dinner. The parade is on In the kitchen oven's getting warm And I'll be doing whatever birds do at dinner A pie in my plate My family won't comment on my weight A full tummy, surely my current fate at dinner I'll finally smell some cranberry And taste a pumpkin pie And find out where the stuffing goes after a try some carrots and peas mashed potatoes with gravy imagine how tasty the main course will be at dinner thanksgiving christmas are close together similar meals like birds of a feather halloween's fun i'll dress as a ghost thanksgiving day marinade in a juicy novel when I'm stressed out, I like to eat lots of ice cream. Sitting around getting plump is my ultimate dream. 
Oh, dinner will be great. Surely I'll take Thanksgiving bait when I finally do whatever birds do at dinner. I'm going to tell him. Don't you dare. At dinner. Autumn, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Tanya, you you can't go to that dinner. I need to tell you something. You're, you are. No, 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 no spoilers. I know I'm the guest of honor and don't worry about me. I'll make sure not to talk about politics or religion. I'll send you pictures of my dinner. Autumn, I am grateful for this opportunity. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Tanya, wait, wait. Oh, looks like we lost connection with her. Oh, Tanya, I can't let you die. I have to help you. Oh, wait a minute. I know what I can do. Hello? Dr. Jill? This is Autumn. Look, I'm on my way there. I need you to talk to the president. Well, wake him up. News is over, people. We got a turkey to save. Well, Delina, I know you've done a lot of extreme stuff. <laughs> Fun fact. But why, why did you? Okay, what extreme thing have you, seen, have you seen from me? I've seen the picture of you as a bodybuilder. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have I've I've lost lots of weight. I've been I've been chubby all my life. I was the fat kid growing up when I was little. Same. For Christmas, I would get Get in Shape Girl. Did you ever see that? It's a kit for kids yes. to work out. It's a workout no. kit. I got, I got, yes. I got Disney, uh, Mickey size videos. I got like Disney themed workout videos. They would wake me up extra early because they wanted me to do these Disney workouts in the morning before yep. school. And I was just like, why? Why do I have to do this bullshit? They would force me to do these Disney workouts in the morning. And I just felt like such a big fat clown the entire time doing it. Yep. Um, when I was, so yes, I, I was hardcore losing weight, um, in my early twenties and then later on in my mid to late twenties, um, I had gone through very bad. Like the first time I lost weight when I was 19, 20, I was doing things that were not healthy. I was smoking and drinking Diet Coke for lunch. I was oh, wow. Wow. chewing smoking on cigarettes? A, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I was chewing on a Krispy Kreme donut and tasting it and then spitting it out. And I really I there were even times when I would throw up. I would force myself to throw up because I figured, you know, I could I could eat but I'm throwing it up, so essentially the calories aren't affecting me. It's just a little bulimia. It's just a little bulimia. Just it's not like oh, full not hurting blown. anybody. Not full bloom. I, I mean, I remember like for me at least when I was little, I didn't know that I was fat until somebody told me. Yep. You know same. what I mean? Like like in my immediate household, like my mom, my dad, my brother, and me, there was never any fat shaming in in my home, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but the I remember like going to school like after pre-k like first grade and the kids are like oh you're fat and i was like oh like i didn't know that that yeah. was a thing so like i started to tell my mom like mommy estoy gorda like what are we gonna do about this and my poor mom was raising me in venezuela which is a super fat shaming country oh my god yeah oh, I feel like, don't people go yeah. there to get 
surgeries. Venezuela is one of the countries that people go to, like Venezuela, Colombia, Mexico. Um, but for me, like in Venezuela, you also have the Miss Venezuela factory. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. The so Miss Universe, there's man. a lot of pressure to fit into that norm. So when I was little, my parents took me to anywhere from nutritionist to acupuncture to massages. to. Wow. But was this all based injections. on your the way you were getting treated in school? This had nothing to do with they them thinking that this is what you needed because they saw you as being fat. This is both. It's a combination of both. Like my family knew I was fat and they knew that it was wrong. Okay. And that if they didn't remedy the fatness when I was little, I was going to grow up to be miserable. So that was kind of like the way well, they thought about and it. And that's ultimately how it turns when they are trying to, oh, it comes from a good place. They're it's trying because, to help, yeah. Right. They're trying to, they don't want you to go to school and have them call you fat. But it doesn't matter. Yep. Because even if you're not fat, they'll still call you fat. Or they'll find something else. Or if you have a big nose, they'll make fun of your yeah. nose or your ears. Or if you have a weird accent, like the kids are going to find something yeah. to bully you with. Kids are terrible. Yeah. yeah. But like, now that I think about it, I feel like, all those experiences when we were little kind of shaped us picking extremes as an older person. Yep. I remember I lost a lot of weight a couple of years ago with diet pills and they were super effective because they, they're appetite suppressants. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I didn't realize this until I got off of the pills and my coworkers were talking to me one day and they were like, bro, we're so glad you're not taking those pills anymore. You were going crazy. And I was like, what do you oh, mean? Like, they're uppers. They're uppers. They're, it's like being on speed all day. So yep. They were like, dude, you were in a bad mood. We couldn't even talk to you. You were super like, uh, you were in a out. bad mood too because you're hungry as shit, bro. Well, you're not hungry. With no, the you're pills. not hungry with well, those. Yeah. yeah, but still, your body's still hungry. Like, you are not hungry. Your but brain your body, yeah, is yeah, not yeah, hungry. Yeah. Which, but. by the way, I actually have done pills. I went to a clinic. Where they would inject you with like B12. I've done that. Once a week. B12, yeah. And then they would. And then a thousand calorie diet. Well, and they would give you like the the, the pills. And here's the thing. Like they're like, oh, you're going to feel like you're going to feel like you have more energy to do things. And the funny thing is my mind was quiet. (laughs) Really? I was like, oh. Well, because of the ADHD. ADHD. I didn't realize. I was like, oh, snap. Is this what everyone else feels like? It actually helps treat your ADHD. <laughs> really? And then when I got off them, I went nuts. Well, now, yeah, Adderall is a is a is a is a stimulant. stimulant. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Those diet pills were also giving me a lot of heart palpitations. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was insane. Like I would feel like my heart was coming out of my chest, but I was losing weight super fast. Mm-hmm. So right. it was a. Uh, uh, I, I didn't get addicted or anything, thank God, but I felt like I was about to get addicted. Like I could see how it's like a cocaine drug yeah. addiction thing. Well, I mean, I feel like the weight loss is kind of an addiction because it yep. is, it is, it is rewarding you. Like it is, it is, what is it? Your reward zone, right? When you see that you're the pounds are dropping and you see clothes fitting you that didn't fit before, that's a drug in it in and of itself. Yeah, it's your brain reward system. Right, that's what I meant, the brain reward system. I mean, right. I think it's all it's all about finding that balance <laughs> between that messed up reward system and like you trying to be healthy and trying to be conscientious and do yeah. good things for you. Like I feel like 
I have not found that balance yet. Like mm-hmm. I would love to because I don't want to be fat. I want to be skinny. Yeah. And I'm going to keep trying to be skinny. Yeah, but I hate the idea that of skinny too. Yeah. Skinny. Because it, it skinny, it doesn't mean that skinny is right for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? And, it, and it, some people... You can try, 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 try all day long and you'll never be skinny because that's not the body you have. You don't have that body. Bueno, pero I just but right. But I feel I like... I want to be not fat. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the word for that is. Have you tried the soup diet? But, um, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, tried no. that. That oh, was before the, I got m- married. I tried the soup oh, diet. Oh, the, the GM diet, right? The GM diet. Yeah, that one. I've done keto a lot too. Keto, yeah, which is basically the no carbs thing. Right. Yeah, right. The Atkins or, like or whatever. Paleo. Right. Cavemen didn't eat carbs. Yeah, we're going to eat big until we die from fucking cholesterol. Paleo, no carbs. Carbs are the enemy. Her. I which mean, is I at the end of the day, it's not really, the enemy. Though. It's but it's not. But it's, <laughs> it's not. not. It's the balance. Dude, the minute, with, the you don't eat the whole loaf of bread. You eat up a little piece. But here's the thing: like the the fact that we're like villainizing food like i hate the term like i hate diet i, I hate, hate the diet, term diet and i hate the the term of like guilt-free foods i'm like what was the food's crime yeah it's being fucking delicious <laughs> right you know what i mean yeah welcome back to wfytc we are now live from the white house here comes the president here i will pardon tanya p turkey America's favorite bird. Thank you so much, Mr. President. You know, I was living a lie my whole life, thinking about how wonderful this supposed holiday was. But now I know the truth. They were going to literally kill and eat me. I am happy to be pardoned for now. The holidays are here, so I am shifting my focus to Christmas. The most magical time of the year, where we celebrate joy and gifts I'm being good, and we can feast on delicious Christmas food. Because certainly, that's no threat to my life. Oh, here we go again. Well, this is it for now, folks. Hopefully, Tanya will make it through the winter in one piece. I'm Autumn Falls. Let's get back to One Podcast Fits All. At the end of the day, we know that we're supposed to eat fruits, vegetables, and proteins. And find a balance with that and grains. Right. Yeah. But it's hard because it's also for people like us at least i feel it's more psychological than that because i am perfectly capable of preparing a balanced meal or choosing a balanced meal if i'm in the right headspace i know if it's i'm hard. not in the right headspace i immediately default to eating my. do emotions. you ever have like a cake where you're like i'm gonna be healthy and you go grocery shopping and you buy a bunch of healthy stuff a dolce dies in the fridge yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that that sucks too because you had good intentions and now you just feel extra worthless because you're like Yeah, this food goes away. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I spent I wasted money and I'm a fat ass. So boom. Fucking I'm poor. double whammy. Now I'm one. poor and fat. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Like in order to have uh uh and I was telling you guys earlier before we started recording that it, in order to have a balanced diet and all those things, you have to have money because Health is expensive in this it is country. Expensive. Healthy food is expensive. Non-processed food is expensive, which is why people who have a lower socioeconomic status have more health issues because their access to healthy foods is very right. limited. Food deserts. Right. So 
it, it, society has pit is pitted against us because ultimately too yep. yeah it's it is exactly that it's 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 more expensive to be healthy than it is to not be healthy and yeah right. it's more easy it's accessible for the, our life is so hectic now we have yep. no time for anything so what does that mean we don't have time to prepare stuff so we th need things on the fly right yeah and it's i mean for me that's also why why i feel like it, it For people like us, it's also so tempting to do the plastic surgery and the yeah, and the weight loss uh, or the weight loss surgery procedures. Right. Like as you guys know and convinced me to talk about, yeah. <laughs> I was um, seriously considering doing a gastric sleeve. What gave you that idea though that that would be the way to go? What What was the aha moment that was like, oh, okay, let me let me like just stab myself in the stomach right oh, no find out more well, about it it started it started um a, a couple years ago a co-worker did it and oh yeah i remember her she yeah. looks fantastic right and that kind of planted this into my head my dad had a gastric bypass when i was little um my i don't know if this is too personal for my family i apologize my brother's also lining up for a gastric bypass um and obesity runs in my family yeah So, um, and then recently another acquaintance of mine, a friend of mine also got the procedure done here in Miami and he looks amazing in like a month, you know? So that's when I had that aha moment of, you know what? Obesity runs in my family. I am a human yo-yo because no matter what I do, I gain the weight back and I'm sick and tired of this never ending loop. I'm sick and tired of dropping 60 pounds and then gaining them back a year later. And I figured that this would be a more permanent way to keep the weight off because it physically forces you to stop, stop eating. Right. Basically. Yeah. Right. But I had a change of heart because I went to do all the pre-op stuff and all the pre-op doctors that I kept seeing kept telling me like, you are getting this? Like, you don't seem fat enough. Like, Yeah, I'm not skinny and I'm not fat enough, guys. Yeah, I'm in a limbo. I'm not a girl, but I feel like that's I've always been in that weird space too of like I'm not super big because sometimes too I feel bad like being like I'm fat and when there's someone larger than me, you know, it's kind of like have you ever been it with a thinner person and they're like ah look in the mirror I'm so fat and you're just like really bitch if you think you're fat then I'm a fucking I call monster. that out immediately I call it out immediately yep. because to me that's you trying to look for a compliment and that's not authentic nope because yeah. I don't care what level of body dysmorphia I may have I know that I'm not skinny you know what I mean yeah mm -hmm. and I would never fish for a compliment like that and when I've been skinny. I've never told people, oh, I feel so bad. Look yeah. at big no, I'm like, no, bitch, I lost 60 pounds. Mm -hmm. I still have a little bit of ways to go, but I look fabulous and I'm wearing a midriff. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, um, like the three of us, we're on the, yeah, we're, we're women of size, but we're, we have a certain privilege in the sense of like we're not as big as other women. Right. Right. And then when you see someone larger, you know, even like, But what you know, does that even mean? Right now, what we're doing is the same thing that we're complaining about. Like, we're comparing each other to each other. It doesn't... Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like, people larger than us have a harder time. Right. We have the privilege of not being as big as some people out there because some people out there will look at us and go, yeah, huh, they look like what I would look like. Like, Or was it someone who's lost a lot of weight and still has some ways to go? 
You know, we complain about being fat and that person will be like, oh, I've lost so much weight and I'm still fatter than you. And you're still complaining about it. At at the end of the day, that's kind of when you brought up that you were going to get that done. I didn't jump in right away because I know that the what I was thinking, I didn't want to I didn't want to deter you from doing that. If that's what you was going to make you happy or if that's what you had worked up in your head was going to make you happy. Diane, on the other hand. Lovely, lovely person you are, Diane. Very I was supportive like, if that with makes the comments. You happy. If that makes you happy, yeah, she was very supportive with the comments. I waited because I wanted to have a longer conversation with you and be like, well, what is your motivation to get this done? Because yeah. sometimes if you don't do the work up here, yep. it doesn't matter what other work you do down here. It's still gonna, you're still gonna be right. fucked. And truthfully, my husband has had, he had the XY whole shebang gastric bypass, and I had mentioned. That Gabby wanted to get it done. Don't get me wrong, Delina. I had your same thoughts. Uh huh. But you were nice. But I was trying to. <laughs> You're a nicer is, human than me. I didn't want to. I didn't. It, she see. You know. You. She, she was, was jazzed about it. She yeah. Was jazzed about it. On her and, day. I, and I was uh, talking to Danny about it. Like my my has my husband's also named Danny. Robert should change his name to Danny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, in he's like, uh, she should not do it at. All. Yeah, my husband had the same reaction too. He's everybody like, why? Much, She's not that big. Everybody pretty much um, had that same reaction but didn't say anything. Right, because we... Yeah, but they didn't want I mean, to rain on your Sometimes people, same same thing goes to people who jump into relationships and they're like, oh, they're so in love with this person. But you look at this person, you're like, oh my God, that person's trash. You can't tell right. the person who's in love that that person's trash. They're right, like right, right, all yeah. up in there, you know. I So, yeah. No, I I, I respect that. I respect that. The, the thing, what, what kind of um, flipped the switch mm-hmm. for me was um, I found myself lying to the psychologist that was doing the pre-up thing because mm-hmm. obviously Ooh. I'm a very intelligent person mm-hmm. and I know that he needs to okay me for the pre-up. Mm-hmm. So I found myself lying to the psychologist and explaining how I'm super aware of the life changes and blah, blah, blah. And um, he was like, oh, you're the perfect candidate. And I remember hanging up because it's telehealth, like everything nowadays Mm -hmm. and feeling like, bro, I didn't tell him that I need therapy, that I suffer from anxiety and I'm sad and I have body dysmorphia and I feel like I'm an emotional eater. Like, that's what I should have told this fucking guy. Yeah. But no, I was so blinded and like, like I'm trying cut me to, up, you right. know. And then last night I went to dinner with some friends, some dear friends, and they were the first people to actually not be supportive in a good way, because mm-hmm. um, they were like scandalized by it, and they were like immediately like, "No, what are you doing?" And then they started asking all these questions that I hadn't asked myself. Okay, like, have you thought about the long term? consequences like you're a perfectly healthy person oh that's the other thing so during all this medical clearance stuff i thank god have nothing wrong with my health Mm -hmm. i don't have any Mm pre-diabetes stuff thank god i don't even have high cholesterol like i don't have any vitamin deficiencies i have nothing like i am you're uh, healthy i'm healthy yeah so that was also a sign of like well if it ain't broke wow yeah you know? Right. And then I got home and I talked to my husband and me and my husband had a very intense heart to heart conversation in the kitchen out of all places. Wow. Um, and he begged me not to do it. He was like, no, like what? Let's do this the right way. Like you want to lose the weight? you want to do this instead of using that money to cut you up and put you under and go through this like very extreme operation. He put the example of JLo. Like the reason JLo looks like JLo is because she uses money. Right. And she has a nutritionist and a coach yeah. and uh, this and, and that. I mean, that's so how like, I lost 30 pounds. I've been seeing a nutritionist and 
and a psychologist and a psychologist and, a, and, and, and you know i feel like that has to be put we have to remind ourselves of that in the, on a regular basis because yes. we're talking about the car, people running around like the kardashians doing all kinds of crazy shit to themselves and that's pretending funny. like nothing fucking they're not they're that's all natural like no bro i, I can't bible yeah. it's natural bible yeah yeah I, I, I agreed agreed so i'm not getting it done thank you thank you i'm gonna cancel it tomorrow yes <laughs> and gabby i was gonna say something to you because i just wanted to be supportive at first but i was like let me talk to danny because my again my husband has done it i mean my husband was like 350 pounds when he got it and right, he had it's completely it, different and like, he had a, like a severe like ankle injury let me, let me interrupt you for a second dale, like, dale. in no way are we um, saying that to not get this done, like right, we everybody has, we're not giving, yeah. we're not everybody has advice. their own yeah. reason to do things, exactly. and that's why it is important to make sure that you're okay up here before you try to work on anything right. down here. Because it's and just, that and that operation changed my father's life. Like, the, yeah. for him, it was necessary to do it. For my brother, it's a necessary thing because he's over three hundred pounds as well. So right. it's it's you know every case is different. Right, and then my husband had a bunch of like core morbidity, morbid, morbidities. Right, um, like morbid. for example, he had sleep apnea. He had a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I want to disclose his health. <laughs> no, too but much, you're, but but he had other reasons. He to had go other reasons to do that. it. Yeah. So I mean, there was a lot of things that yeah, if he lost weight, would like for example, the sleep apnea went away when he lost all the weight. Right. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, there are certain cases, and again, we're not, none of us are medical professionals on this podcast, so I want to make it abundantly clear that you should consult your own physician Mm -hmm. and your- And don't lie to your psychologist. And don't lie to your psychologist, and you know- Find what's well, best because for you. it's only gonna mess you up at the end of the day. Right. Absolutely, you're lying to a psychologist is stupid because it's not he. You're the doesn't one that's care. Affected. He doesn't care. Exactly. Yeah, he was your... like, "Oh, you're the perfect candidate. I'm recommending you for the surgery. Not yeah. a problem." Yeah, and, and I hung like, up thinking, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm the best liar of all time." Right, Click. right, right. I'm not <laughs> depressed. You are. Yeah. No, it's being like uh, one of the doctors that 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 did my physical was like. Like he looked at me and he was like, "What's your BMI?" Which we're not gonna get into. What a right thing because that BMI is. is such a silly number. Right, BMI but is what he, bullshit. What Sorry. he meant was no, you're right. What he meant was you're not that fat. Right. But he didn't want to say it yeah. like that, you know. Um, and then I was actually like lowering my height so I could make the BMI. Oh God, you know. And then I'm going to bed and I I can't sleep because I'm thinking of these things and I'm like, what kind of a messed up thing to do yeah to lie about your statistics to be able to qualify for this operation and mind you that same doctor uh told me that he had another patient that had a similar case as mine and she gained all the weight back two years later after having the surgery after having the surgery but again it's your mentals right yeah really and if you're not ready i mean we yeah we it's such a heavy heavy topic because it's just heavy you said heavy Heavy. sorry Sorry. not sorry (laughs) but what are you so okay so we're not gonna get it the gastric uh done so what are you what are your plans what are you so my plans are a bit extreme (laughs) why (laughs) no i was just making a joke i I bought all the pre-op shakes Mm -hmm. like all the so now you have to take them I'm gonna take them. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I bought them. They're in my fridge, mm. so um, I'm gonna try to start doing a little bit of a liquid diet here and there, which has worked for me very well in the past. 
um, and then hopefully try to work my way up to eating normally mm -hmm. just for a couple of weeks to kind of like jumpstart the thing. The difference is I'm going to consult with a nutritionist now. Um, I have a personal trainer that I've known for a couple of years now that I've trained with for a couple of years. And she was also very much against the operation. Mm -hmm. But just like you guys, she was like, she, she made it clear. She was like, I'm against this. I think you can do this on your own. But if you're going to do it, I am certified for everything. So I'm going to help you exercise and do physical therapy throughout it. Um, so I'm going to consult with her on a change of plans and do it on my own. I'm sure she, I can't wait to see what she responds with when you saw her. She's going to be so happy. Yeah. She's going to be so, she's amazing by the way. Like I love her. Like she is the type of, she's not the typical personal trainer of like, come on, you guys. You can do I it. hate when they're like smiling and they yeah. want you to smile while you're working out and you're like, I'm just trying not to kill you, bitch. Right, exactly. Don't tell me to smile. <laughs> I'm just trying. Exactly. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you in pain? No. Okay. Dale. Let's do it. Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, you want to hit me? Okay, fine. Hit me. But you got to finish the abs. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I'll take that. I would love to get back into exercise. I mean, I've been thinking a lot lately. Let's do it together. I know. I've been having kids. You know, I never had a stellar body before the kids. So it's not like kids threw me off my track. I was off the track to begin with. <laughs> But um, the kids are just an extra. But I'm just like at a place where and I'll tell you what, I went to the beach recently with the kids and the waves were really rough and the little one is all over the place. So I'm chasing her around and stuff and like re recognizing that I'm not in shape to be doing this kind of stuff. Right. And like, yeah, I, I, I need to find a way to do it because I feel like, too, I need to create good examples to show my kids i don't yeah, want them to yeah. think that it's okay to not be active because we do ultimately we do need some sort of exercise yeah. and it is good for you you know yeah mm -hmm. and i will say my mental health has been like much better now that i've incorporated exercise as well mm -hmm. um and, are you doing stuff at home or what do you yeah what i'm doing stuff at home because obviously we're in the pandemic funny enough um so my day job um, has there's a 24 hour fitness next to the place I work during the day, and I signed up for it like two weeks before the everything pandemic? shut down. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I'm like, well, that's great. So if I've that's not the universe telling me something. Yeah. yeah. So I've been doing YouTube videos, and again, since I have some of these injuries, I try to think, look for things that are low impact, mm -hmm. or if it's like a like, let's say there's a video and there's like jumping jacks. I try not to do too much jumping because I don't want to put for like the all the knees and stuff, like yeah. for my knees and like my back. So I'll just, you know, I'll step, you know, you know, side to side or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing like a lot of low impact videos or I'll find like Zumba videos or like dance videos. Um, there's a couple of channels that I love um, on YouTube. One of my favorite ones is The Body Project. Um, the guys, um, it's an, I think they're in Australia. The, the person, uh, Daniel, like the, the main instructor and his wife, Alex, like, well, Daniel's a little, like, he's like very preachy. <laughs> he's very inspirational. Uh -huh. He's like, desire, drive. Yeah. But, um, on an Australian. But so like, it works. But it, like, <laughs> it, but honestly, it gets me through it. And he says, like, your body is magnificent. He's like, and mind you, he does not, he's not like, oh, if you need to take a break, just pause. We'll be here waiting for you or go at your own pace. You know, he's not like, okay, keep up with me. You know, like, like in the past, like, you've that, said, that's what I fun. love about, that's what I love about the personal trainer thing is that it's, first of all, it's personalized to you. Right. And so it's, it's the first thing that they tell you is, okay, what are your injuries? Where does it hurt? 
Yep. What's your medical history? Even though they're not medical people, but they know, okay, this person can't jump because they have bad knees. So I'm going to replace this exercise with that. So like, I feel like it's worth every penny yeah. uh, to get a personal trainer. 100%. But yeah, I've been doing YouTube videos and like, mind you, I'm doing like half an hour YouTube videos and, you know, have some free weights at home. I do that. So that's what I've been doing. That's honestly, and it's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes at a time. I don't do anything longer than, you know, I maybe done like an hour here and there. Of like, let's say I skip like a couple of days and I'm like, oh man, I feel like crap. And like, and I can do an hour. Then if I'm up to, if my body's up to it, then I'll do it. But Yeah. Yeah, you got to do it. And that's the thing, too, is you got to do what makes sense for you because yep. what you can do in the long run. Because CrossFit, uh, you could do it until you get your back injury or your knee injury. You and can take diet pills so you have a heart attack. Yeah, right. you can take that. Di- exactly. <laughs> and uh-huh. I think, too, with like something like CrossFit, like, for example, at least the place I went to didn't give me, like, you know, low-impact alternatives. Like, I had to jump 10 feet right. onto this box <laughs> whatever that's why i like know? orange theory because even though there's how you do a group workout they do come over to you and if you add they'll offer it they'll say hey if anybody needs a lower impact this is what you do and then they show you right and if anybody wants to do a normal just do it the normal way you know my next um thing is to start going back to zumba i i would like to i like zumba i also feel like it depends what the instructor, but I feel like that's for any yeah. class you go yeah. to. Actually, there's one account, Zumba account I love. His name is like, Zo- like Zumba Zulu or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I love those guys. It's like a, a dude, right? It's, it's a, a dude, dude with his like, living room. In his living room, he has like all these tribal tats and he yeah, has like these blue yeah, yeah. eyes. He's great. He's great. And you yeah. can go on YouTube and he does the workouts? Yeah, yeah he does the workouts. It's on YouTube, yeah, Zumba Zulu. Hey, yeah. maybe we should do a workout together one day. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. We should try to do like maybe a Zoom, Zoom Zumba. A zoom zoom zoom. <laughs> All I want to do zoom, is do the zoom zoom zumba and the zoom zumba. Just do the zumba. <laughs> well, there we have it, guys. Extremes, extremes. Yeah, and why they're not good. Yeah, why nope. they're not good. Uh, thanks so much for uh, listening to us and hanging out with us. Uh, stay tuned for our next episode, where we don't know what we'll talk about, but uh, we'll we'll. we'll we're trying our best. <laughs> we're, we're making a list. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything you want us to talk about, any specific, please hit us up on Instagram, uh, one podcast fits all, or uh, send us an email, one podcast fits all at gmail.com. Gracias. Thank you. Mm-hmm.